three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Juice Podcast. This is where we learn how ordinary people can turn the struggles and hardships of life and turn it into something amazing. I'm your host, Jose Peña, and today I'm with my good friend, Iman. Howdy. Good evening, everyone. It's good to be back, huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're, we're joined by our two good friends. Ross? Hey there, Ross. Hey, yo, what's good? He's from the second episode from the Juice Podcast. And we have our also our good friend, Renz. Hey there, Renz. Hi there. My name is Renz. And yes, I'm, I'm, I'm new to this podcast. I'm, I'm really nervous, you know? I, I sense fear. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. Oh my hi, God. Guys. Oh hi guys. My name my name is Renz, and I'm I'm pretty much new here, so it's it's a pleasure, you know, joining this podcast for the first time. Yeah, thank you, Renz, for your time. I know you're really busy busy right now with all the stuff that you have. Thank you for joining us for this night. <laughs> yeah, no problem, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know Renz, um, can you introduce a bit about yourself? Alright, so my name is Renz. I'm 22 years old and I am a third year, about to become fourth year political science student in the University of San Agustin. And I am also an actor in the USA Little Theater. I've been in the USA Little Theater for... Uh, I think it's for five years now. Yeah. So uh, that's basically it. <laughs> I'm an actor. I'm an actor and I study political science. I like anime. Uh, I like video games. You know, pretty normal stuff, I guess. <laughs> well, an actor in college, that's really like a big difference. You know, like area you you are in, especially yeah. a political science student, and acting yeah. is way different. How did you come <laughs> up with that? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, I have a lot of friends who are asking me, like, friends, why are you why are you uh, joining in in a theater group and you're studying political science? Like, what's the connection? Like, yeah. okay, honestly, there's no connection to it. <laughs> it's like, but it's kind of like my passion. Like, mm. uh, I, I, I've been, I've been in the, I've been in the stage for, I don't know, ever since, ever since when I was young, I've been performing declamations, orations, speeches when I was in elementary, but I never had mm. any theater uh, experience, but I wanted to act. Like I did a lot of acting in our plays back then uh, in our school, but no, it's amateurish, whatever. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then when I when I entered uh, the University of San Agustin, I heard about the little theater, and mm-hmm. I I gave it a shot because I don't know, I just I just wanted to you know to shine like anyone else, right? <laughs> but but basically, but basically, I. It's kind of like my passion. My passion is performing. My passion is performing. And 
I, I, I like to be on the stage. I like to be in front of a crowd with hundreds or thousands of people watching me perform. And I like mm-hmm. that. It's kind of like my passion. Mm. And, and you mentioned LT. For those who don't know or who's unfamiliar with the term LT, what is LT? Uh, so LT is basically the University of San Agustin Little Theater. It is the resident theater company of our university. It's founded in 1965, so wow, more or less 50 years-ish already. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. And how, how did you discover LT? Like, what? was there a friend like recommended you or was there uh, like a flyer? Yeah, actually it was... It was mentioned to me by my mom before I entered the University of San Agustin. Mm. And then my mom was like, iniligay nun. To, to, intraka, intraka sa LTK namin na da. And so yeah, I, I, I gave it a shot. And yeah, the rest is history. Wow. So <laughs> have you been in like major acting performances? Oh yeah, it? quite a, quite a <laughs> lot. We've had a lot of productions here and there. Uh, recently, we had a film uh, which was entitled oh. Snow. Uh, Snow is actually an adaptation of uh, the 1920 Polish classic entitled Schnig, uh, which was written Schnig. by Stanisław Szybiszewski. Uh, he is he is a Polish playwright, and he is quite well known uh, in Poland. Mm-hmm. So our performance was in collaboration with the European Union delegation of the Philippines sponsored by the embassy wow. of Poland and the European Union. So it's, it's quite a big thing. <laughs> That's a big one. Yeah. It's quite a big thing. And not to mention that I'm, I'm the project lead of this and I'm also an actor. I'm also an actor within the film. <laughs> wow. And yeah, it, it's, it's quite tasking actually. We have, we've had, preparation since april we were invited in april and then we started planning it around uh, may until mm-hmm. july and then we started editing at the start of august so basically like a few weeks ago wow. and we had we had the premiere like uh around five a few hours ago and a lot of people watched just recently yeah just recently <laughs> a lot of people watched so, yeah, it was international, I would say. Yeah, it's both national and international. I mean, international in a sense that uh, the Polish embassy is watching the play, watching the film rather. Mm. And also people from other countries. Huh? Well, maybe. But as far as I know, the Polish embassy is watching. And a lot mm. of theater groups that are invited by the European Union delegation to the Philippines are watching us. And as well as critiques theater critiques like directors are watching us so yeah mm. and and how did did it inspired you to do something like like you know when it comes to arts especially you know you'll always have this i would say artist block you know and how how do you uh, overcome with that Oh, artist block. <laughs> yeah, I've <laughs> I've written. I mean, in the in the little theater, in the little theater, kasi, uh, mm-hmm. we are we are doing some device work. When you say uh, device work or uh, device performance, it's a collaboration of all uh, actors. So all the actors are uh, the writers as well of the play. We've had a lot of plays like hashtag shook, uh, 
woke. Uh, uh, what, what were the other place? Passion Fruit Shake, Bayani Rizal, uh, oh, all the others. Yeah, that's like a, a lot of uh, little theater plays, and all of mm. them are device works. So there's not just only one writer. I mean, there is a head writer, which is our artistic director, Sir Eric Divinagracia, but it's mostly written by all the actors. That's why it's called a device work. And sometimes mm. we experience uh, writer's block as well. Like what we do sometimes is, uh, it's kind of complicated though. But I would say, in in my case, I would, I would, you know, do something that I love. Like for example, mm-hmm. I I want to distract myself. Okay, I'm in this creative block, and I'm like, damn, what what do I write next? So how do I make this scene really good? How do I make this scene cohesive enough? Yeah. I've had that kind of struggle, and what I do is that I withdraw. I withdraw from. I withdraw from the script and then just, you know, just do some me time for a while until I find that sort of inspiration. Like, for example, I'm watching anime, right? And then, oh, yeah, okay, this is good. Okay, I'll use this. Or I may be playing a video game and then I'll I'll have that kind of inspiration and then I'll proceed writing again. That's how I somehow overcome writer's block. It's It's kind of like... A personal experience it's it's it may be, it may be different for others uh, but yeah. this is in my case <laughs> so yeah wow that it's, it's really from a personal subjective view and yes which how you overcome different situations i, I think from music too right ross you also experience some kind of artist block Ross. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Ross uh, experienced some kind of writer's block. He's, you know, creating the, uh, yeah. the the music that he, you know, usually composes. Right, Ross? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are times, for example, also when it comes to like making covers, uh, there are times in where like. I really don't know. I I always get my guitar and get my DAW. DAW means um my digital audio workstation and then that's where I record my cover my music. But then there are times in where like in the middle of it I just feel so like wow, this really sounds bad. And after after like you know, it takes me a while to because I have this uh artist block, but when I listen to like you know music that i don't really listen to i i'm like oh wow this is kind of, i like this element of this song because this has this weird time signature or the chords are like so um are so unique so i'm going to incorporate them to the stuff that i make because like um in the musical's perspective there's like um every time you're doing a solo there's always a scale and the most used scale is the pentatonic. It's like the it's the most simplest scale that everyone can use. But I'm already I'm I'm tired of using that. So uh, I, there was a point in my in my like in my life in where like wow this really this is really boring. Everything I play is like boring now. So Me until I until like yeah, it's getting repetitive. Like oh wow, this I, I I'm tired of doing the same lick. I'm tired of doing the same riff for like almost all the time until i like this summer um i i discovered um modes Uh, these are like other scales 
and they yeah. sound really really weird in a con in like if you're playing it in a scale wise but when you apply it to other genres it's out of this world like you know the you know we have the pentatonic right there are other scales um uh, modes actually modes and scales that are different than the pentatonic there are like the dorian phrygian aeolian mixolydian you know all the type of stuff and all of them yeah it, it will take it takes a while to get used to but once um you learn it 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 like opens like so many barriers like oh my gosh i didn't knew that this mode can be used for funk this could be used for metal this can be i, I can't believe that a Dor- the, the dorian for example the dorian is like it's mainly used for funk but i didn't know that you could actually use it for jazz which is funny uh, so basically oh, it's like that's yeah. that's really cool i mean i'm trying to understand the music terms there but okay wow <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's 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 very you know, it's very a lot of of the music I listen to now is get is like I used to be a normie. I used to be a normie. I listen to stuff like you know normie. <laughs> yeah, you know the Justin Bieber. How do you how do you define normie? How do you define yeah. if it's if it's norm uh, if it's the current normie, it's the TikTok music. I Any, see. <laughs> Every any uh, I, I there was remember that point in our, in time and during the quarantine and where heartbreak anniversary was so annoying. Oh my oh, yeah, god! Don't yeah. get me started. That. <laughs> when you when you hear that song, it, when I hear that song, it make it makes me think of that couple that you do does those cringy dances in TikTok, and I'm like, ew, what the, what is this? What, you where, gotta admit, at first, those, the, the song is good, right? It's just that yeah, the song is know, good, but the, the song is many good. people ruined it. A lot of people have ruined so many <laughs> songs. <laughs> The heartbreak anniversary is supposed to be a breakup song, but now it, no, right? it's now it's now sim- it's now symbolized as like the like this song. When you hear that song, you will envision those two those two uh, that Pinoy couple that that dances oh cringy, <laughs> and and not just that. All your other friends, like oh my goodness, all my I um my. My feed, whenever um, the my days that I see from time to time, almost every single day, it's just girls or like dudes doing the heartbreak oh, no. anniversary. <laughs> it makes m- and it makes me want to like bash my head into a wall. Oh, I you, have, you. <laughs> you have no idea. That like, is why oh. I never downloaded TikTok or Twitter <laughs> at all. I'd like to. I like to keep my sanity. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, aside, well, let me let me be real though. It, um, all there's one thing that I kind of like about TikTok. It's just it's just that um, you know that most of the majority of the songs in TikTok are like kind of cringy, but then there are some that are really really good, like oh, yeah. very good. And it's really good that the artists, like you know, the artists gets recognized and it and they get more and they get even popular because yes, yes, I agree. When they when they see when I see like those um are like did you, like remember like Lil Nas X Lil Nas X was no was a nobody back then like for real only when he released Old Town Road that's where he got my ginormously famous like, i mean look at him now he has the satan shoes and everything he sells the satan shoes the one that's like 
that only that that's like only that only produced like 666 copies of it. Uh wow. yeah. And and it also gives me, you know, it um these new artists give me also a lot of inspiration. That's why like I I right now I really don't like old music n- nowadays. Like really like, like it's just the old same. Old music like define define boomer old music. music boomer music. Like the 80s 90s Kind of yeah, music. I mean, yeah. Once you, once you, like, I, I, for example, um, I, I like, I love Slash. I love Slash. I love Jimmy. I love Jimmy Page. I love Eric Clapton. I love, I love Kurt Cobain. I love Jimi Hendrix. They're, they're all, they're all amazing. But they mm. were the, I know they were the ones who pioneered everything from the rock and roll, from the, from the metal, like Black Sabbath. They created, they literally created metal. So, uh, when I discovered modern bands, like you know, my, my favorite band of all, my one of my favorite bands, like Polyphia, uh, Sean, um, uh, Beartooth, um, Attack, Attack. You, uh, Ashley Alexandria, you know the one that goes like, "Oh my God!" <laughs> I, I know, I know, Renz knows the, knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like when I heard that, I'm like, "Wow, this sounds way different than any old music." And and the thing is that that um, uh, Polyphia right now the the lead guitarist Tim Henson he's now being called like the guitarist of the future by many 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 other many other guitarists regard him like he is like the future because his style now is is super 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 unique like whenever uh, back then he, his music was melodic it was melodic rock you know the usual he, he just sticks to the same formula but now the fact that his his sound now it's way different than that what he produces back then because when he plays um when the the stuff that he plays now it's not anymore rock i don't even know if it's rock anymore because he doesn't even use distortion he doesn't use the heavy riffs but all of the songs all of his guitar songs right now sound like sounds so heavy and i really i'm like wow this really is like wow this really uh, gave me so many ideas like a lot of the for example when i do solos a lot of it have has been inspired by by polyphia because like the, the way i really want to achieve like you know i really want to achieve that polyphia the, the, the in where like it's simple it's simple it's clean but it sounds heavy that's the stuff that i want and like in the fact that right now that what they're doing now is like so technical so so complex it it already overshadows all the old old guitarists it's crazy now i mean even i mean even john, like aside from polyphia I, i i think you know him you know john mayer right yeah yeah, yeah. I know john he's, he's, he's a pretty good uh guitarist he, he, yeah, I know the guy. He, uh, a lot of him a lot of people like you know look up to him and i still do like wow right now he's like reinventing himself to because his new album it's it's so funny uh his his new album is called sob rock but actually when you like um there's a the, the meaning of sob rock is 80s rock and in that album he takes all the worst parts of 80s music and he, all the cheesiest all the 
all the lame parts of 80s music, 80s rock music, and he puts it into his own songs, and it sounds really, really good. That's what I want to achieve, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. And mm-hmm. it's nice hearing some music-related stuff from you, bro. It's been a while since I've seen, we've seen each other. Like, when was the last time we've seen each other? Birthday. <laughs> Birthday. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, birthday. Like, damn, it's like, um, a month. Oh wait, no, two months ago. Summer, dude. Freaking summer. Sheesh. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> and we brought back to a podcast. <laughs> and it's funny because all three of us, the the OG Villa, the Villa crew, is now here. Uh, the Villa boys, man. The has returned. <laughs> and with yeah. that, uh, with that, friends, what inspires you? Oh, it's Especially back to me now. Writer. It's yeah. back to me now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what what inspires? What inspires you? you? Uh, I mean, there are a lot of factors that you know that inspire me, no? Be my family, my friends, or maybe even my batchmates in in the little theater, my friends in Discord. There are a lot of factors. Because I, I, I wanted to be a, a better version of myself. I just wanted to be a better version of myself. Don't be all. Like, I gotta admit, I gotta admit, I'm I'm a really insecure person. I think I think that's really normal as a human being. Feel feel uh, a sense of insecurity sometimes. Sometimes that you feel like you're not enough. I'm like that person. I mean, mm. in the five years that I'm I'm in the little theater, I've I've seen a lot. Okay, and I've felt a lot of emotions from happiness to sheer sadness and depression to fear to loathing. A lot, a a, a mixed bag of emotions, literally. But there are a lot of factors that inspire me to continue on staying in the little theater. For example, I stayed in the little theater for for practical reasons. Number one, I can't. We can't afford the tuition fee in the University of San Agustin. Let's face it; it's a really expensive university, and it is. And I come from a well, not so, not so a uh, rich family and the reason why i i uh, joined the little theater is not only because i wanted to pursue my passion of performing but as well as for practical reasons there's a scholarship right i mean the first year i joined the little theater i didn't have any scholarship because i have to earn it my batchmates and i have to earn that scholarship the director was testing us whether if we are actually worthy of being given a scholarship. And then we were eventually given, but at first it was 25%. And then the next year it's 50%. And then the next year it's 75%. And then eventually we got 100% wow. for a scholarship. So basically we didn't have to pay anything except for miscellaneous. And made me stay because I wanted to help my family. I wanted to help my family. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I stayed. I don't want them. I mean, honestly, 
if I was given an opportunity to quit in the little theater, I could have. I would have done that. I would. I would have done that like a long time ago. In Hiligay nun, you know the feeling na makapoy, bala. It's very yeah. makapoy, very tiring, very stressful. You know the work is piling up, and you have to balance academics at the same time. So it's yeah. not an easy thing. And what inspired me to stay was my family, and also what inspired me to stay was my batchmates. Like my batchmates are good in all fields. Like literally, they're good in production management. I mean, aside from acting, no, they're good in production management. They're good in stage management. They're good in lighting. They're good in sound engineering, composing, graphic design, production design, everything. Like the elements, the elements of what makes a theater a theater. Not just the acting, not just the actors, but the people behind theater itself. They're they're all good at it. And I gotta admit. I may be lacking in some aspects in there, and to be given honestly, to be given this kind of project, the recent one we had, no, I was given the res- the responsibility to be the project lead, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a big thing for me because I wanted I wanted to achieve the same things my batchmates achieved. I wanted to walk on the same path as them. I, I I can't be lagging all the time. I can't be behind. I don't want to be pessimistic. I don't want to say na hindi ko kaya, hindi ko kaya, hindi ko na kaya mo branila. I'm gonna withdraw. Nah, man, I'm gonna quit. I mean, I could have, I could have given up, pero wala eh. I still went on for financial reasons, mm-hmm. for my you know. Maybe you can call it personal reasons for my batchmates, and for myself, I stayed because for myself, I wanted to improve myself. Because back then I was heavily bullied a lot, like literally, I was heavily bullied a lot, and and I'm proving to them now. If they they're watching me now, all the all the people that bullied me. That I've and I've improved. I'm a better person now than before. So yes, that's how uh, I keep myself inspired for myself, for my family, and for my friends. That that's really amazing when to hear such stories like this because it really inspires like other people even. Like as the same situation as you, or in similar situations. Where... I know that there are. Yes, I know that there are no. There are a lot of people like me. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people like me. And I want them to, you know, sometimes acknowledge their insecurities as well. Yeah. I like to acknowledge my insecurities because if I don't. I'll slowly be destroying myself. I'm just gonna be living a lie exactly. and telling myself that I'm okay, but I'm actually not. And I think that acknowledging your own feelings, your own insecurities, your own fears, that makes you a better version of yourself eventually. How does how did LG help you with this situation? Like how, the the past. That you had 
and how LT make you into this person today? I mean, the little theater doesn't know my past entirely, all right? <laughs> but uh, the L- LT helped me in a lot of ways, you know, from gaining confidence. We have this saying in the little theater, na, follow your feet, not your fear. It's it's a principle in improvisational acting to say when you do an improv, you know, there are no there are no mistakes, only happy accidents. Sometimes you just get to jump into the fray to see the beauty of life itself. So, so yeah, so that's follow your feet, not your fear. There are no mistakes, only happy accidents. Happy accidents. Wow. <laughs> I, I got that. We got that quote from, you know, from Gabe Mercado. Gabe Mercado was one of our instructors uh, in improvisational acting. We had a workshop with him four years ago. And then the recent one we had was a year ago or two. So yeah, uh, we learned imp- uh, improvisational acting under him. And uh, Gabe Mercado was was a member of the Second City. And Second City was known for for shows like Saturday Night Live. SNL. Really? Yeah. Like the, the American SNL. Yes, ago. yes. The oh. American SNL. He studied uh, acting in the US. Wow, that's... Wow. This must be a starstruck for you guys, especially. SNL is like a big, big, like, well-known series, you know? Yeah, and, and like, I don't know, uh, SNL is known for their comedy sketches. And comedy mm-hmm. sketches sometimes involve a lot of improvisational acting. If you can see how the actors in SNL are very precise, or they may sometimes make mistakes, no? But it's not really obvious because that's the beauty of improv. Because if you make mistakes, make them yeah. beautifully. Make them beautifully. And or especially improv is like really hard. Right? Yeah. You were saying, Eamon? Oh, like I was, was saying, that? like, again, like, uh, thinking on your feet will always save your life in sticky situations. So, yeah, I would completely agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you can actually Im- apply improv in your <laughs> daily life. <laughs> diba? I mean... It's true. Yeah, yeah like, can, again, again, sticky see, situations yeah. are much more common than you think. Exactly, exactly. There are a lot of situations where you had to improvise like, oh my god, what am I going to do? Okay, okay, mm. I have a plan, but you don't have, you actually don't have a plan, but it makes you look like you have a plan. <laughs> I would say that confidence is the key to improv. Yes, basically not just in improv, but acting in general, in theater. Mm-hmm. You can also apply... Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Go on, Ross. Go on, Ross. Go on. Oh, it it could it could also apply to uh, no. It 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 heavily applies to music, dude. Like, I swear, most of the, for example, if you're going to watch a live show, eh, like for example, a blues show or a jazz show, everything, every performance is improv, straight up improv. Everything, like that. Um, especially jazz because jazz in jazz. The special, the what most jazz musicians do is make the wrong notes. But when they're making the wrong notes, 
it's it's actually in the in the context it sounds really good so yeah there, like um even you know for example even me when i do um solos and stuff everything is improv i just make sure that what i'm playing sounds really good to hear i think yeah i mean like for example like Renz, he has to be confident for me i also also have to i also have to be like you know i also have to be mindful when it comes to that because like um like i know um if we're going to do a jam and then uh one person will say hey why don't you do a solo and that and then you have to know you have to know you have to do a solo on the spot it's it's almost also like you know rapping because like when you're rapping and stuff you there are so many things that you can say mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah so that's how you apply improv in your day-to-day life it's not just in acting but it can be in other aspects as well especially in the arts like music mm-hmm. yes that's improv bro <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> like, oh, oh. the the mm. one thing that again it improv is like really hard and and really like you have to think on your feet and stuff confidence and how you exactly are you gonna perform it is, is is how you could say to people like hey this isn't this is how I'm going to do it and this product that I'm gonna make will be a good thing. It, it it will not make me feel like like I'm like I'm looking like a fool, or it will not make me feel like hey, I will <laughs> not regret this. <laughs> I will not like think about this in like five years down the road and say hey, why did you do that? Yes, exactly. I mean, in improv. You don't have to really think about things. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. basically improv. <laughs> and really, like, you could actually apply that in real life. Like you said, like the term YOLO. Mm, exactly. You only live once. But you have to be mindful. <laughs> you have to be mindful of the consequences that come after. Mm. True. And, and with that, you could really think about, like, how your steps plan out in the future. Like you have to think through on the things that you would do in the process and not really make you and the other people be hurt with that, like the consequences, you would say. Yeah. I mean, in improv, I mean, not all aspects in improv are applicable in real life, no? Like, I mean, it's true that there are no there are no mistakes, only happy accidents in improv. But if you if you put that in the context of real life, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes things happen for a reason. Sometimes they don't. They just happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And really, like the one thing that I learned from like doing YOLO, the, the term YOLO, it's it's really it's really like this podcast i would say mm-hmm. it's just you know you have this one shot you have this this medium mm-hmm. of something that you could create and 
there's there's a chance that it might go down, it might flop, and there's a chance that it will like, oh, Joe Rogan level, you know, and that and people would say like, hey, that's a what podcast are you gonna do? You should do like this. Oh, you should do like that. You know those those comments and like suggestions like contradicts with your idea of having this vision that you have. And I would say to them like, dude, I'm gonna yolo it. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, see what happens to this podcast. And like, don't really care on how other people look at it and, and criticize you and like be affected with all the, those criticization and stuff. And like, just do your own thing. If you're happy again, with what you say, do, I gotta say that this yeah. podcast is really going into a good direction. And I'm, I'm, and I'm really uh happy that you're actually embracing the beauty of conversations that's that's how i see podcasts eh? in podcasts it's just you know people talking but that's the beauty of it that's the beauty of conversations people connecting people building this uh relationships a form of camaraderie and stuff like that mm, it is it is I yeah, that's why agree. and this is like the first time i've actually joined a podcast <laughs> and I, i'm quite i'm quite uh what do you call this scared i guess because i don't know i don't know how to act in a podcast it's like okay uh, what do i do what do i need to be do i need to like you know uh compose myself i actually before uh-huh. before i joined the podcast all right before i joined the podcast i yeah. brushed my teeth i washed my face wow. i <laughs> Yes, that's called grooming, all right? I, I put a little bit of cologne in myself. I added a little bit of powder on myself. And I wore my, my anti-UV oh, wow. glasses just to face the screen and everything. <laughs> I, I fixed my hair just to, you know, prepare myself. But actually, that works, you know, when, especially, mm-hmm. especially when you're preparing so, yourself. It's quite common in the theater. Like, yeah. in every little thing we do, prep- preparation is key. Mm. That's like a value that I learned from, from the little theater, from theater in general. Preparation is key. And how would you, how would you say that preparation is key for life? I would mean, you apply preparation. Like, preparation is key because I mean, if you just if you careless if you carelessly jump into something that you don't know, there there are a lot of consequences that come after, diva. Right? So that's why preparation is really needed in all aspects. Like I learned, I learned this lesson when, uh, when we were, uh, we were meeting with LT. Okay. We were, we were meeting with LT and I was the project lead of snow and my sir and my, and my director, Sir Eric asked me to, uh, to share the synopsis to all of us. Of course, I didn't prepare, right? I mean, I know the synopsis, but yeah. I couldn't construct it in a way that is, you know, meeting-worthy, not just a conversation. So I lack preparation. And my mm. and my director was like, you shouldn't talk like that, Renz. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not how you talk. How, that's not how you share a synopsis. If it were yeah. other people like critiques, do you think they would be happy? And that's where I went silent. 
And that's how I learned that preparation is key. Because uh, consequences so you, come after mm -hmm. if you don't prepare yourself. And it's, it's really true, like, especially when it comes to music. And I would say from my experience, like, I, because I, I joined, like, two years of Battle of the Bands. And mm -hmm. I would admit that I was not really that prepared because, you know, those, those um, academic, like, how would you say, events in our school, like University of San Agustin, has events with schoolwork. So you have to really juggle with that. You have to like, hey, this time you have to practice and this time you have to study. And, and the, when the day that the Battle of the Bands came, I, I knew my parts. Mm. I knew it very well, but some of like the stress and the, and the mental preparation with that really gave me like oh no while playing like oh no i can't do this you know it, it, it lingers back like the mental preparation that you had was not enough versus the preparation that you had like with the instrument so Exactly, and that alone is a testament. That alone is a testament that everybody <laughs> should prepare in all aspects of life. Diba? Uh -huh. Yes. Because if you it don't is. prepare, there are a lot of things that come after it. Be it good or right? bad. Mostly <laughs> bad. <laughs> but mostly bad. That's why you have was to prepare. The... Mm -hmm. uh, was yeah, that was, that, was that where uh, um, you were bandmates with Jobert, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think oh. that the last one, the last one was was really so, like awkward with that because there was part that I I was the lead guitarist and it oh, changed yeah. to the rhythm guitarist. So it really jumped on which roles I would handle, and it got confusing, especially when the instruments that you played way different from the way you practice so that's why oh. it was like like oh no i can't do this because it it sounds different and it plays different so that's <laughs> why the struggles with the preparation struggles for like mental preparation also was really a big big problem for me oh well that's, that's when <laughs> Oh, um, was that when Ellie won, right? When the band of Isabel, Ellie, oh, yeah, Rollins, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the dream team, the dream team, dream well, team, <laughs> yeah, those that was actually, yeah, I could actually notice or remember because I was I was also there watching. I think Eamon yeah. was there. I think Eamon was there with me as well. Um, right, Eamon. You were there, right? I am not sure with that. We've been so we've been. I still remember, like I I asked you like, "Hey, wanna watch the Battle of the Bands?" And you were like, "Yeah, oh, sure." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, okay, I think I remember. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So yeah, I mean, like, I honestly, I noticed like 
I noticed something that was there was something off with off, yeah. With 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 your performance, I still I still remembered some of the songs. Uh, the bat was I want to break free, right? Yeah, I want, I want to, break... to break free was really bad, man. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was like, that was like oh the dear, cringe. not really. But I've I've seen I've seen a lot of of bad performances, but it wasn't really. I mean, at least you you tried your best. That's yeah, what I tried. You... Mm. That's what that, really that matters. Yeah. And at least you know you you had to ex- you got to experience the thrill of performing for in front of people. Yeah. So like it's... so like maybe like next time when you're going to join a band again and then you're going to perform, you won't have that the same, you know. You won't have that same uh stage fright or that you know you know what i mean right <laughs> yeah <laughs> to tell you the mm-hmm. truth the first part of the the performance of the few first few songs i was like really hyped up like yeah these things are like this it sounds good in the rehearsals sounds good in the in the actual performance but when it changed the roles especially the rhythm role and the lead role is way different, right? When it yeah. comes to electric guitars. And mm-hmm. when it came to the lead role for I Want to Break Free, you know there's the part when it gave gave the solo part, like, dun, 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 right? Yeah, the band. Remember that part? It's, it's supposed to be a lead guitar, right? But, my, yeah, of course. but the way that it sounded for, me, for my part, was the rhythm part. So it didn't really had the the reverb and the the effects needed version. for that yeah for that part for the lead version part. And that's why it really sounded like like a acoustic guitar playing trying to imitate a electric guitar. <laughs> and, or like it, it, and, and I saw the the faces of people like even the judge is like, oh no, this guy played the wrong part, I think. <laughs> and they're more like, were like, no. <laughs> more like it's a no. Well, what you did was basically play in a. You were playing in the clean. There was no distortion. I know that that solo had had chorus, had had yeah. had some flanger on it, and had some delay, had some reverb, mm. and of course had the distortion. But yeah. But well, yeah. I mean, it's it's all part of you know, of the of the of the thrill and the experience, mm, right? It was, it was, and I tried to do improv as well. And I was like, like jumping up and down, like, you know those uh, rock rock poses. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did <that> part <laughs> like no, 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 no. <laughs> so you you're actually yeah. trying to so you actually tried to improv. I tried to, but it didn't sound good. <laughs> I mean, you can always try and try again. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean for example, look at Renz. He, he, he's now. It's now easy for him to do improv. <laughs> he can, he can fake an identity or something. Am I right, oh, Renz? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, wow. he can. He can. 
Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> so I've, I've seen I've seen Ren's performances a few times, especially when it it comes to the you know the university event where the films are being played. Like, yeah. you guys were like, hmm, that should be in the in a feature film or something, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like Renz has attention to detail. I have to admit that. He has good yeah. attention to detail. Oh, man. Wow. Is that the compliment? <laughs> wow. Oh, me, oh, you want me to do worse? You want me to do worse? <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the performances, uh, from what I've seen from Renz's performances, I think for my favorite was the woke one. That was your your portrayal as like that abusive father. That was real. <laughs> that felt real. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, have, have, a, I have a tendency to being typecast in in our in our theater. You know, I have a I have a tendency to be typecast. I'm sometimes either the the drunk abusive dad or husband. Or I'm the I'm the uh, the asshole boyfriend, something like that. Mostly oh. bad guys, right? Mostly bad guys. <laughs> I'm being typecast. <laughs> it's mostly bad guys. Even the recent one, uh, Snow. I was cast as Ted. Uh, I was I was a cheating husband. I was literally a cheating husband. And a Again, lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, especially my friends, are telling me, I hate you, I hate your character. And then I told them, if I made you hate my character, I think I, pre- I did a pretty good job. <laughs> if, I made you hate me, if I made you hate me. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I like the, the one play that you did. Uh, which one? The one oh, with Joe one? and my twin. Ah, oh, was, was it? Like, a, was it? Scary Fashion one. Uh, no, no, no. Ah, the scary one. Uh, it wasn't a play. It was a film. What was that called? Yeah. Augustine Files. Augustine Files. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I, I remember it. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> the greatest film of human history. <laughs> Yeah. It was it was Roses and Lance's acting debut, like literally. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness! They were they were good remember supporting the actors. <laughs> remember the seesaw. Oh no! Does Joanna have a copy on YouTube? Whoopity scoop. Oh, I want to re- I want to replay that. I want to replay that. Oh, or, oh! Remember, remember the th- that part in the film, success, success. Uh, yes, yes. I don't know why we did that. I don't know why we did that. But it was so nice that it worked. <laughs> the research, though. The research. Um, what was that? The peeing. How many times you what? I'm sorry, I'm not broke. Um, the, the opening scene, though. <laughs> ah, yeah. The one in the toilet? Yeah, the one yeah. in the toilet. <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> Iconic. Yes. Iconic. Iconic. Yes. That one gave me the creeps. Oh, yes. my goodness. Oh, yes. <laughs> How about the one in where we... How about the part, the one where we synchronize, like looking up at, the, looking up to the camera? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I got it. That was oh, cool. 
I mean, most of our audience don't understand what we're talking here, but okay. <laughs> no, remember the one. No, the one where... it's a bad thing if they do. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, but oh here, but here's the thing, JM. Uh, Rans also comes up with random skits that he comes up from his mind, and the one that really? Eman mentioned, the typos. Well, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. But John Ross, John Ross, not here. John Ross. No. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a family-friendly podcast, all right? This is a family-friendly podcast. We're not here to talk about ironic, uh, deep philosophical stuff, all right? But, it, but it's crazy. What you did there is an example of, of improv, what you ask us to do. But I'm not going to go on to the details, but let me just say that the ending... You know what? Oh, you know what? Goodness. Both, you of, you, both of you bring the, the worst in me. Both of you bring the worst in me. <laughs> Scorsese. Scorsese. Spielberg. Yes. Tarantino. Christopher, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's what happens when you're with your closest friends. Insanity just Sun, ensues. Yeah. Sundance. Sundance Film Festival. Number one. Oscar <laughs> nominated. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes. and there was this there was, film festival. Yes. <laughs> there was this one. There was this one film that runs. I will not go into detail again, but there's yeah. this one film in where just let's just let's just say that Renz and Renz <laughs> asked me to hold hands with Eman. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm I'm done. I have a question. Like again, again, what came to our goddamn heads when we agreed to that scene? (laughs) Oh, but the question is, why did you say yes? (laughs) Why did we say yes? (laughs) That is the question, young man. Why did you say yes? You had every opportunity to say no, but for some reason, you said, "Yeah, sure, let's do it." What, what, you oh, were the ones yeah. who was enjoying it the most. You were the one who was like, who was laughing so hard when he, and that ending. <laughs> exactly. You know why I'm laughing so hard? Because both of you bring the worst out of me. In a good way. Hey, you know, hey, you know, honest. Hey, remember your birthday? <laughs> let me bring it back let me bring it back <laughs> wait, 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 one more what we yeah, got we, we, do- we were we were straying off far from the topic it kind of relates though because what Renz was doing was just uh, out of like you know out of like you know what, what was that um, impromptu improv yeah so you're yeah. saying I'm doing improv because I'm stupid? <laughs> no, at least it's creative. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
<laughs> but anyways, anyways, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to you, JM. Back to you, JM. Everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Oh, I'm calm. <laughs> and in all honesty, with with all the creative like thoughts and creative imagination that you guys had. Wow, what creative. That's what you call creative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Right. I, I, I admit, I admit, it's creative, but sometimes I question myself why I'm doing it. <laughs> it's creative in a different genre. Oh well, I, I, I just want, I just want to see them. <laughs> I just want to see both of these guys, you know, putting up with all my stupid, stupid stuff. Right, guys? Right? I mean, you tend to be the initiator of all of this stuff. Well, I mean, I low-key forced you, no? But still. <laughs> no. I, it, the guy you said is a sociopath. The guy you said it's like the, the stupid, uh, stupid creative. No, it's abstract surrealism. Oh, yes, abstract surrealism. Exactly. That's the word that I'm trying to search for. Good job, no. Ross. No amount of narcotics could make our work understandable, but to ourselves, yes. Only, only the, the the like the specific niche of people will actually get what we're trying to portray. Exactly, poetry at its finest. That's why Renz does it. Renz does it by Renz. Know, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, going back to you, bro, hey, we're we're straying far from the topic already. I'm, right. I, 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 I gotta apologize because whenever I'm with these guys, it's just that you know things get a little bit weird, crazy, deep. I don't know what's the term, but yeah, close Arame. to those terms. Ah, uh, shut up. <laughs> ben and Ben Lance. Ben and oh Ben Lance. Ben and Ben. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyways, since you had like this falsi, falsi mm. course, mm-hmm. and you have this healthy, I would say job. Yeah, like uh, no, it's it's. I'm technically a scholar. I'm a, I'm mm. a performing arts scholar in the University of San Luis. But it's kind of like long. No, I'll just say San Agna lang for San Agna lang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, San Agna lang. Yeah, so I'm a performing arts scholar in San Ag. And why arts though? Why the arts? Because it's the thing that I'm I'm basically, you know, good at. Because like, dude, I'm I'm seriously dumb at math or anything that is related to math or science. I'm more I'm more on the art, literature, history, social sciences, politics kind mm-hmm. of guy. Uh, basically liberal arts. So that's that's mm. like my that's like my forte, forte or forte. I don't know how you pronounce that. I remember our teacher. I recall our teacher saying that the correct, the correct pronunciation was forte. It was Mam Mam Will, I believe. She was our uh, teacher in. So this guy teacher, not bro. Contemporary, you know, no? Contemporary art. Mam Will, Mam Will. Oh, si Mam Will. Yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah, forte or forte. Yeah, that's basically. And and I really do question that because it's it's like it's a way way different like spectrum of of like I would say culture like you you have this law type of mm-hmm. like structured 
type of uh, culture and you have this other side of the arts where it's like freedom. Mm. You, you can basically have this creativity without bounds. You know? Well, it's you really- can actually you can actually bridge the two the two things, no? Arts mm-hmm. and politics. Because sometimes in art and in theater in general, you can be political as well. Like art mm. is art is a platform for voicing out your sentiments, for example, against the government, against politicians, mm. right? And there are a yeah. lot of plays, a lot of uh, lit, uh, literary pieces that that connect that connect uh, politics and art, no? Like for example, yeah, our yeah. play, our play, uh, woke is actually a critique on a society, on a society where where drug killings are enabled like like people being killed and framed for uh, drugs or whatever uh, something that is related to I don't want to mention his name maybe because he will assassinate me no but I will just call him V30 <laughs> yeah okay just call the guy V30 yeah. and that's actually the name of the drug in our play V30 is actually inspired by <laughs> yeah the dog <laughs> I hope, I, I hope there's no DDS here, no? No, <laughs> no offense. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So going back, yeah, you can actually bridge the two things. Sometimes you can be artistic in politics. And sometimes you can be political in theater or in the arts. It's just a matter of connecting them. Because you, uh, uh, what do you call this? It's not a vacuum. Kasi. The art world is not a vacuum. There are a lot of ideas there. Sometimes yeah, you, in art, you can be a bit mathematical. You can be a bit scientific, no? The process and everything. And sometimes you got to be political as well. You have to be sensitive to the current issues that we have at the moment. And with the current issues that we have, you can, you can create, you can create a, a literary piece or a play out of it. You know, as a, as, as a platform for, uh, to voice out, to voice out, to have... To have uh, a sense that you are, you know, speaking what you actually feel against the government or against society. So yeah, mm. yeah, I could I could see that like arts without, yeah, arts without bounds and arts as a whole can encompass everything. Mm. And, mm, exactly. And. Were there mistakes that you have made, like you have made during those those times of like creating the art that you had, and how could you have like avoided it? Well, usually the mistakes that we do is not being sensitive to other people. Like for example, when we created, uh, <clears throat> when we created Snow. Uh, uh, the recent film that we had. I mean, in the original play, uh, it's set in the ninth in Poland in the 1900s. Set in Poland in the 1900s, and and we were trying to be <clears throat> sensitive to the times. We were trying to be sensitive of what happened, and we were trying to study the terms that we're gonna use. Like for example, there was this one scene. There was this one scene that we mentioned about dialectical materialism, and dialectical materialism is closely tied to Marxism or communism. Dan. Yeah. So, and we had to do a research. And okay, was Poland under communist rule? Okay, we're cool. Okay, we're cool. So yeah, 
that's why we have to be sensitive to culture. We have to be sensitive to other people. We have to be sensitive about history. Because if we if we fail to be sensitive, then we're just going to be called hacks. We're just bastardizing the script to our own gain. Yeah. So, yes. Wow. It really gives you the responsibility of like having this original play, transforming it into something that the modern generation would understand. Yes, exactly. Because originally, The Snow was set in 1900s Poland. Uh, in the original play, it's a story about four characters. Bronka, uh, Willy, Arthur, and Eva. They're all Polish. Uh, it's, set in, it's set in the 1900s Poland. And these characters are trapped in a house while a raging snowstorm is happening outside. And while these characters are trapped in, in the snowstorm... Uh, uh, there's this some sort of intertwining stories, intertwining relationships uh, are happening, and the past is slowly unraveled. So that's the original. That's the original synopsis of Snow, but our Snow yeah. s slash now, yeah. uh, we literally just <clears throat> we literally uh, just modernize the whole thing. Well, there's there's a little bit of creative liberties here and there, no? Because first and foremost, yeah. we don't have snow here in the Philippines. Obviously, it's a tropical country. <laughs> there's no snow here, and that's the challenge when we were when we were creating the film. Because how can we represent snow if there is no snow here in the first place, diba? Mm, and we had a, right and and we had a good idea. Sir Eric had a good idea. He chatted me, and then he was like, "Hey, Renz." What if snow is the pandemic? And from Ooh. there, and from there, we created the script. Because in the original play, snow had a lot of symbolism. Snow is like an external force, something that mm. is inevitable and that can't be controlled by man. And because of this external force, a plethora of fears and struggles uh, unravel because of snow. And snow can be a, sim a, a symbol of death, no? Like, you know, oh. cold, cold death. But sometimes snow can be a symbol of rebirth because what comes after snow? What comes after winter? Diba spring? Yeah. Yeah. And snow can sometimes be a symbol as, you know, some sort of a scapegoat, no? Like, there was this quote from the original play na uh, snow, pure white snow has covered all the memories and all the pain and all the struggles. But if the snow should melt, it would be fatal. And that right there has a heavy symbolism in it. Because the original oh, wow. author, the original playwright of Snow, Stanislaw Shibyshevsky, I really had a hard time trying to pronounce his name oh, at first. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really had a hard time. And we were trying to get that right because the Polish embassy was watching us. We don't want to, like, you know, uh, pronounce Butcher a Polish name. name mm -hmm. na, we don't, we don't oh, yeah. want that. That would, that would be disrespectful to them. So we had to, we had to, like, you know, study it. We had to, like, do some research in it. So, yeah, the, the original author was Stanislaw Shibyshevsky. And he was known for, uh, for the symbolist movement in literature. So when you say the symbolist movement, it's, you know, there's a lot of, uh, heavy references on symbolism in all their artworks, be it lit, be it theater, plays, no, uh, literature, art, music. So yeah, so Stanislaw was a was a pioneer in the symbolist movement, and we had to carry on his legacy of symbolism into the into the current adaptation yeah. that we had without bastardizing the whole yeah. script.
And I think we did a good job of not bastardizing it. Of course, there were some creative liberties, no? But at the end of the day, we we made sure that it's still the same essence. It's still the same snig or schnig. Mm. I don't know how you pronounce that. Schnig uh, from 1903. <laughs> and we made sure that we don't want to ruin the legacy of Stanislav by, by, by making snow into something that is relevant today. Because I believe we got his message, eh? snow as an external force that, that with it comes up the thor of fears and struggles. But I, and I think that mirrors the current pandemic we have at the moment. You know, we are all trapped here at home, the, at the safety and comfort of our homes. And because of that, we realize our limitations. Now, despite there's this new normal, na, and here we are, trapped here in our homes, and a lot of a lot of things that are happening. But because of that, people are still staying together. Tight papano, like you know, like this, like yeah. this platform, you know, Discord. A lot of people are use this are using Discord now because it's like one of their only ways to connect with other people. Because there is a snow a quote-unquote snow that is raging outside. And that mm. is the pandemic. So that's how I anchored, uh, that's how I, I connected the original snow and the snow uh, film that we had recently. That, that, that's really, like, creative. I never never thought, like, those kind of, like, adaptations and changes that me, that you guys made. It's a, it takes like, a lot of research. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like seriously, bro. If you if you create a play, if you create something, if you create the material, be it music, be it be it uh, literary pieces, uh, be it anything, yeah. drawing, painting, you need to do a lot of research because it's basically the anchor. It's basically the framework of everything. If you can't get that right, you're screwed. That's how we created snow, and and in general, that's how we create our place. Passion fruit shake, woke. Bayanirisal, Basura Busters. Oh, I can, uh, I can name a lot of our LP plays. Like seriously, that involve a lot of research. Wow. So yeah, research is key. <laughs> preparation. Preparation is That's key. What they called preparation. Exactly. And, and from those like plays that you like directed or played in, what? What was the most important value that you had from one of those plays that you would like keep with you throughout your life? I never actually directed the play before, but I, I was, you know, I've been uh, a stage manager here and there. Basically, the stage manager yeah. is the right hand of the director. Mm. So everything, everything that goes to the director has to go through me first. In a, in a certain production, no? But if it's the whole company, it's a different thing. So, yeah, I've been stage manager and I've been a project lead. And one thing I learned is that you have to be ready. You have to be ready. Uh, because if you're not ready, then you are basically screwed. Like, seriously. Oh, my God. I can, I'm, I'm remembering all the, the projects that I led while... While the pandemic, well, well, before the pandemic hit, no. Yeah. Music fest in San Agustin, play fest, uh, the uh, uh, the numerous productions that we had, and that's that's a really big responsibility. It is. It, it really yeah. is a big responsibility, and you have to be ready. 
And at the same time, you you also have to be ready to accept criticism. You also have to be ready to accept constructive criticism and a lot of shouting because that's part of life. If you are weak-willed, then theater is not for you. And I'm I'm saying this realistically, no? If you are not ready for people to criticize you, then I think you're not cut out for the job because it's not every day that you are getting a pat on your back. It's not every day that you're getting a pat on your back. You cannot expect everyone to say, hey, you did a good job. Hey, man, that's cool. No, in real life, it's different. Uh, It also applies in the workplace as well. Not just in theater, but also in the workplace. If your boss tells you that you're not good, accept it and do better. Don't quit. Don't stop there. Don't stop there. Just because one person says that you're not good enough doesn't mean there's no room for improvement, right? True. That's very true. Yeah, and that that's what I learned in LP kasi. Yeah. Because LP for me is basically life na eh, because I've been there for five years now and I've learned a lot of things. That's very long. Yeah, and I've learned a lot of things. And, what, and the things that I've learned in the theater, I can actually apply them basically in real life, in the workplace in general, in everything that I do. <laughs> and one thing that I learned, Didya, is number one, be prepared. And number two, ask, ano, be responsible. Be responsible. Mm. Be a good magulang. That's what that's what my director would always say. Be a good magulang to your manghoods. Be a good senpai to your kohines. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I mean, yeah, a lot of maybe some of you were saying, oh yeah, I'm weak, but I'm actually, you know, speaking truth here. Be a good senpai to your kohines mm. because people look up to you. And when people look up to you, you have a responsibility to carry. You have a responsibility to carry. And you have to be ready for that. Right? Because that's that's yeah. the essence of being a leader. Eh? It's the essence mm. of being a leader. In the theater, you're not just being trained as an actor. You're trained as a stage manager. You're trained yeah. as a production manager. You're trained in all things related to theater. And most importantly, you're, you're not only trained as an artist, but you're trained as a leader. Mm. You're trained as a leader. That's one value. Exactly. Especially in productions. Because the work that you do in productions, all those uh, tiring tasks, all the stress and all the pain, it's not only in the theater you can actually experience that, even in work. And like I said, it's not every day you you, you can get a pat on your back. You have to be ready to face criticism, whether you like it or not. Because the real world hates pessimists. The real world Gosh. hates pessimists. Ako, for one, at first, I wasn't really comfortable with it. I wasn't really prepared. Yeah. I was really scared. I, I had the tendency to chicken out. The more I stay in LP, it made me realize that this is real life. This is it. We're about to graduate now. Mm-hmm. We're about to graduate now. We're about to face the adult world. And if magbinunjing kita, I'm sorry for the term ha, pero I'm speaking truth here. If, okay. if magbinunjing kita, wala ginaya may matabo. We have to grow up. We have to accept responsibility. And we also have to be ready for that responsibility. It's true, it's true. Because the world sees everything negatively. Doesn't mm. see it in a way that all that is good. You look at it, especially for the media. Nobody would shoot 
a news cover that is like all good, there has to be something negative in order to have talks about it, to have discussions about it, on why mm. these like negative aspects of our society is being focused on. Because one thing that I, I would say that people focus on the negative stuff is that you don't you don't see it you sometimes overlook the problems that you have and you mm. need those people to, and you need those people in order to see that the problems that you lack are there so that mm. you could improve in the future and you you would say like for example this podcast like ah that po- podcast is boring ah that podcast was really awkward and I would say to myself, like, yeah, it was. It was awkward. It you was have like to be boring. ready to face mm-hmm. reality because a lot of people you cannot you cannot actually impress people. You cannot impress yeah, people all the time. That's very true. You cannot cater to their likes. If people will say that you are boring, you have to accept that and prove yes. them wrong. You have to improve yourself. And especially true for like music too, right? Ross, like when it. It comes to music, it's like a hit or miss for people. Like, this genre wouldn't work for that kind of people, yeah. or this genre would work for people. And it's like a hit or miss, you know, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, if we're fucking real, not everyone will succeed in the music industry because there are some people, like, you know, like, the thing is, is that there are people who, there are musicians who, like, um, how do I say this? Uh, they're um, oh gosh, I'm my head is scatterbrained. Um, there are people, there are musicians who do the wrong type of genre. That's the thing. Um, here's here's what I've learned throughout the years. Um, is that um, honestly, we have to suck. Uh, us musicians nowadays, we really have to like listen to everything that's new, everything that's trendy, everything that's like. Um, in the zone, right? Pretty good genre. It's very complex. It's very cool. It's it gets your heart racing, gets your head pumping. But today's standards, no, it's not anymore the thing. Uh, it was a, it was a thing back in the in the nineties, in the seventies, or in the eighties. But no, it's not anymore a thing. And honestly, because there there have been a lot of people saying that rap rap is the new rock and roll. And I really agree, and I wholeheartedly agree on that because look at the look at the rappers right now. They're selling out shows. They have mosh pits bigger than metal shows, which is crazy. For which is crazy. I saw a, a live performance of a rapper called Playboy Cardi, and his his genre of music. I know he's raps, but the way he raps, it's like the yeah yeah like that. The yeah. insert the yeah smoke yeah something like that when he performed that there was a gigantic crater in the middle in like on the mid on the crowd there was like a crate everybody made a gigantic circle and once the beat dropped everybody was jumping and i'm like wow, wow. Me- oh, like 
metal met, uh, metal music done that but now look at what rap music is doing to 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 the crowd right now they're moshing yeah. they're they're and and remember the rock the rock star lifestyle the drugs sex um rock and roll it yeah. it's it's the rappers right it's the mainstream rappers right now i mean not no offense but look what happened to Look what happened to Juice World. Look what happened to XXX Tentacion. They 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 tragically died because you know they've overdosing and no 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 yeah Juice World overdosed but uh, XXX Tentacion had a lot of enemies. Mm. Yeah, as I was as I was saying, the thing is that most um. Mo most uh musicians nowadays don't can't really make it because they re- they it's unfortunate but we really have to do in with the we really have to do with the trends and stuff. You you could you could make your own music but you have to make sure that it sounds like it sounds actually unique because I've noticed that there are so many people trying to imi- copy the the same sound, the same style, the same and honestly I'm I'm a part of it but I'm trying not to, you know, not to make my sound sound generic or something. I know there are a lot of there are, I know some of my musician friends are telling me like, "Oh, Ross, you you know, you're you're get you're get, you're only using the this type of thing. Why don't you try this? You know, it's kind of boring. It's kind of boring. Your your solos kind of are kind of whack. You know, and I'm like, yeah. and I'm I, when back then I would have been like, wow, I'm offended. But in reality, like, oh yeah, they are they are kind of right. I mean, they are right. And and because of that, I've learned to you know, I've learned to. I've learned to grow and you know and and evolve accept and accept and like you know oh, wow okay I kind I kind of do need some improvement in this in this uh in this path in this path mm-hmm. so what I do is and uh, yeah and what and I've heard like my gosh dude like I swear I've ha- I have fans which is I have quote unquote fans now and it's and it's in it in it like you know. It, it boggles my mind, you know, that there are there. Um, I've one of my, you know, one of my friends. Um, I I won't mention her, but she used to have a crush on me. I'm like, wow, really? Yeah. Do I know this person? <laughs> I you don't know. I don't. I I I can't really, you know. But let me tell you, she's she she also participated during the Battle of the Bands. Oh. But not in your, no, not in your. Wait, I not, know this person. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you don't, you don't know this person. Yeah, oh, you, you don't Iman? know. Oh, okay. Iman, do you know this person? <laughs> He's probably somewhere. He's probably Iman is probably uh drifting away. Anyway. Or Iman is probably doing some Arab stuff. Yeah, but. Really? Anyway. <laughs> Oh, oh! I was letting you guys talk, and then when you reach towards me, I let it roll around a bit further. (laughs) Because that's how it should be. That's how it should be, right, Rose? Oh my God! Exactly. See what I mean when I say I barely do anything, and you guys just end up being bad. (laughs) Hey, 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 
care who you're calling bad. I'm supporting you all the way. I love you. Yeah. Like a master, like a master whips a whips the back of his slaves <laughs> to work faster. It could be you like that if you me. want it to be, but okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but it, but anyways, yeah. There, there's there's this girl, there, one of my friends who I'm actually good friends. I'm really kind of close with. Had a crush on me, and then she and, I, and then she asked me like, and I asked her why, and then she told me that you know, ever I've seen you evolve. I've seen you literally change up your stats up the way. I remember she like she remembers the time in where I my covers back then. I just used you know I I use my I only use my camera. I didn't show my face i just put it in the yeah. guitar and then i'm just playing it and then and then i don't really edit that much and then fast forward to this pandemic and now i'm doing i have like three ring lights in my room i have hey. i have three ring lights in my room i have um i have a usb condenser mic i have a audio interface and then i have audacity and you know everything and and because of that i've um because of me improving throughout all the times i you know improving uh improving my skills improving what i do there have been a lot of re- there have been many results i've i've never thought that there would be people you know people like i didn't know that you know uh one of my fr- do, do you know julius right yeah julius or rich julius player. rich yeah, Julius Richmond. He's both of them are incredibly talented uh, musicians on their own right. They're they're insane. They even taught me some stuff. But I never thought that you know because back then I didn't really I didn't really know those jazzy chords. But then Julius and Richmond taught me how to do the jazzy chords and then how to how to do the acoustic percussion. And I can't believe that. They also look up to me, which also, you know, which I'm like, oh wow, that that's that's kind of that's kind of you know, amazing, uh, an amazing feeling that you know that that um, what do you call this? Uh, <laughs> that I feel that I feel, and I mean, like for example, if, if somebody with of the same like of a higher caliber. Uh, praises you for doing something that's pretty big i mean it also goes like for example it's really Renz, if, yeah i mean for example like Renz, if 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 some uh, uh a famous actor or a famous theater director acknowledges yeah. him like yeah your work is a, your performance is good then then it, of course there's a, like notch. an amazing feeling like you like you feel the power you feel the joy the the, the surge you know and then and then you, and the fact that you prove all the people that you like, you know, like the ones who criticize oh, you, and you prove them wrong, and you mm. prove them wrong, then, and then they're then now they're the ones who's applauding you. Then that's the greatest feeling ever. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Speak it, man. Speak it, speak it. Mm-hmm. That's really true. I, that's really true. I mean, uh, hasn't been okay, achieved was... unless you teabag the enemy. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but let me tell you, back in like Ihas, back when I was like in junior high, when I was still starting on the guitar, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, dude, there were so, so many people who were making fun of me. Um, really? My, yeah, it's it's hard to to believe at at this point of my you know of of my career. Of being of me being a musician, but yeah, it's it's 
it's really you know it's re- uh, I, I never there were so many uh, people saying oh wow you're playing it wrong oh wow your guitar is out of tune oh wow everything like that there were even instances in where people would grab my guitar because back then I was also uh, just like Renz I was heavily bullied back then there were instances in where people would just grab my guitar and bang it to the wall no yeah no way There were people who there were like people who there were a lot of very uh, jerk there were a lot of jerks and douches who grabbed my guitar. They purposely untuned my guitar when I'm playing. Um uh, I have my first ever guitar that uh that I have ever like used is ultra battered. It's like a veteran's guitar at this point. It's like it has experienced everything. It has been beaten. It has been detuned. It has it ha- it has rust now. The neck is a all oh, there's a lot of scars. There's a lot of like, you know, of dents everything. My first ever guitar and yeah, it, and then I look with you. It's still with me, but I I don't want to you know to throw it in the trash because when I ever whenever I look at it, I'm reminded like how far I've come from you know from having you know having this first guitar that <laughs> that only cost like one thousand five hundred, I think two thousand pesos back in when I I bought it in Robinsons back when there was like a music store near oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. near I think the I one uh, of their guitars too. Yeah, the arena. That was my first guitar. Was an arena, and then uh, six years later, uh, six years later, I'm now with an Ibanez. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Man, crazy. Uh, yeah, I have that's an really Ibanez. Testimony, man. Yeah, I have. I have an. I have now like wait one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have eleven guitars with me right now. I don't know. Technically, they're basically his children. They're basically his children yeah. now, and Rob is being a dad to this, you know, artificial children. Yeah, I mean, wait. Um, technically, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, oh eight, eight, eight guitars. While the rest Can you are, this guy? <laughs> and the rest are one is a bass, which I which I now love playing. Uh, I have two. I have two ukuleles. One and uh, three, uh, four ukuleles actually. One's with Iman. Iman is now playing. Iman now is playing the ukulele because of me. Um, and a git and a guitar lele, a melodica, an organ, and a, a-, a kalimba and a harmonica. Oh wait, I also have a kazoo. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, that's that's really a lot. Um, it's yeah. an investment for him. <laughs> and What? how much did it cost like no it's I mean, an investment you... for you it's an investment for you <laughs> let, let let me just say that my dad who finally you know who because uh, long story short i didn't really had a dad when i was growing up only like a few years ago he decided to show up and everything so <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I I may sound like I'm unethical or something, but he yeah. even Renz knows this. He gives me money almost every month, and then he, I I ask him, "What am I going to do with this money?" And then he said, he he said with like no no joke, he said, "Go nuts." Oh my, <laughs> Renz, did you say that to me? I did. 
No, I mean, no. You used to joke about you. You used to joke uh, to me about that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But hey, I'm not a bad person, all right? What? <laughs> I'm not trying to, you know, uh, be a bad example here. But, but yeah, I mean, remember what you said, That's like you know. You're 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 laughing. You were laughing so hard when I told you. <laughs> hey, it was supposed to be a joke, alright. You don't have to take me seriously. You know, I'm a, I'm a jokester, alright. I'm a jokester. <laughs> what is funny though? Genius, man. That's the terrifying <laughs> part. You don't know when he'll crack. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Even though you know, I have the, all the money. Um. Even, it may it may seem like I pull I collect way too much guitars, but I yeah. always, for me, when I'm going to look for a guitar, I always make sure that there's a sale, because like there is no mm, way that I, there's no way I'm going to buy you know a guitar. Like for example, the newest guitar that I have, um, the red one that I love now using, um, it was like eight thousand or nine thousand originally. In the in the surplus in the yeah. in the surplus store in the Japanese store near Japan, near the bridge near near the Esplanade, and when yeah. I went there and then it said there everything is like fifty or forty percent off. I went there, I was like, "Hi, how much is this guitar or something?" And then the the guy who was uh, the regist- the cash uh, the guy who was handling the guitar stuff the guitars was like, "Sir, this was originally like eight thousand or seven thousand, and now the price is exactly five k." And I'm like, "Oh." And then I, I always make sure that, you know, the guitar is actually good. I know that there are some cheap guitars that really sound bad, but then there are a lot of cheap guitars that sound good. So whenever I, when, when I tried that, this, this electric guitar, I'm like, wow, this actually feels like I'm playing a Fender. And I'm like, well, this is the greatest investment. <laughs> but yeah, as, oh, well, not, that person not, you didn't know, right? The what? The what? Like how the guitar played, or like? Oh yeah, what every, was the brand? Just yeah, every, yoloed it. Every, right? I not really. More like um back then when I was the I had I also had a first electric guitar, but the one that I bought it was like only three thousand. But it it's it's kind of bad. It's kind of bad hmm. to play because the oh, neck so you is know the difference. The, the neck was very uncomfortable. I can't really do solos, unlike the ones that I'm doing right now on my red guitar and my Ibanez. But yeah, um, everything that that all the st- all the skills that I've learned up to this point, everything was self-taught. N- n- but in the beginning, I was like, in the beginning, there was a teacher, Sir Benny. Shout out to Sir Benny. He uh, he's he's actually the uh, no, the 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 lead the uh, pr- the head of the troubadours like the president or something the leader of that organization in the in the University of San Agustin. So he was the one who actually taught me how to play some bass chords, and then mm-hmm. and then from de- then on out, I learned everything. Even though there were many people who were like 
making fun of me, making fun of my progress. Like I didn't know how to do Sweet Child of Mine. I didn't know how to do, you know, to do Magbalik or any of these soul of these riffs. And then I, yeah. I, I show them now what I can do, and everybody's like, oh wow, that's that's cool. There was this also one instance in where I was just playing guitar in the rather in the in the i forgot already the halls in sanag basta i played in in sanag and then and then i uh a dude noticed me he was like wow you're good and then i i looked at him and then i realized that he was the dude he was one of the dudes who made fun of me for playing guitar oh my goodness what a revelation (laughs) and then now he's the one who's telling me that i'm good and you played in some of like some big well known like concerts in yeah, areas. Yeah, right? I yeah, I played I've opened for be- I, me and my me, Julius Richmond and some of my other friends, we opened for Ben and Ben back in twenty eighteen. Uh one of the one of the best moments of my one of the best moments of my life as I swear. Like dude, like playing, you know, playing for Ben and Ben and then actually getting to meet them after the show and then actually during that time it was like a contest all the opening bands were aiming for a prize for a uh, it's like a university battle of the bands each university will go head head to head we didn't really win i think the one who won was in the one who won were like in West Visayas but we won first runner up and that's a good thing and and we Even got the it's like first runner up. Yeah, it was amazing because like, like it, this was like the first time I've ever played to a large audience, and then it escalated even more. I like n- the next year I decided me. You already know mustard, right? Mustard the band. Yeah. We mustard we band. yeah we uh we played for kami. We opened for kamikaze. Wow. Yeah, me, really amazing, me, Kleine, Lester, Marlben, Janelle, uh, Precious. Yeah, we, we did. Even though we didn't win, there, that was also an, in another university thing. But the, we got overshadowed by the the <laughs> the one who won. Were like who looked like dads already, and they had like <laughs> they had experience. The winners, they were like. The, the the vocalist looked like the like the typical rock star. He had full of tattoos. He had a he had a beard. He had he had yeah he had long hair. The 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 bassist had long long overflowing hair. The oh lead, the lead guitarist the lead guitarist looks mo- like like he looks like the silent guy. But when he plays the solos, it's like it's like he actually he's actually like. Uh, one of the songs, one of the songs that they played was Metallica, the Enter Enter Sandman, and when the when the guitarist did the guitar solo, my goodness, he sounded like Kurt Hammett. I'm like, wow. <laughs> and then in my mind, I'm like, oh wow, we're not gonna win this. <laughs> but even though you had that thought, you 
still, still played, right? Well, I still played. I don't. I, it, even during even mid during the performance, I was like, I I was I, I that that stage was big. I swear that was bigger than the one that happened last year that on 2018 with the Ben and Ben. That was like almost like a like a stadium sized you know uh, stage and. There were people. There were a lot of people. There, there were people watching us from every corner. People could cheer us, but um, I was I I was a no. I was really you know I was very ner. I was nervous. But as soon as I saw you know I saw the stage. I saw the people like cheering. I saw everyone. There were people who were supporting us. Some of some of our my friends who came to the concert with us. So yeah. they saw us. They were cheering us on and. When I was playing, even though I was shaky, I was really shaky at that time. I, I was a no. I felt alive. <laughs> Let's. I felt alive. It was a. It was like a crazy experience. I swear. And then, and then after the the Viva, after the Viva, then it came to the Wish. After oh, yeah, the Viva the Fest, the the Viva Fest. And then after that, I straight up went to the Wish 107.5 bus and performed there. Even though you know the the video is not is not you know, is not being shown on YouTube, but the fact, the feeling that you have gone to that point and where like um, I have played in these shows, it's very you know, it's very amazing. I I back then I thought that I would never do stuff like this. And then to yeah. see my and to see myself right now doing all of this stuff, it's amazing. I guess Renz can agree, you know. For example, if when he if he like looking like you know if he look, I think when he looks back and you know and he and then to see himself now, am I right? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I I agree. I mean, if if my past self is looking, you know, at my current self, it would probably be. Damn. So this is me in the next five, six, seven years, huh? <laughs> so yeah. People improve eventually. People grow over time. They grow to overcome a lot of struggles, a lot of challenges, just mm-hmm. to be a better version of themselves. That's that's mm-hmm. part of human life, cause eh? we grow it eh? and we and we sometimes embrace or acknowledge our flaws. Just to become better versions of ourselves. That's very true, my dude. Yes. What would you say to your future self? Like, like uh, my future, uh, like the current me to my future self. Yes, the current you. Let's say five to ten years. Next. Like the next five to ten years of yourself. What would you say to that person? <laughs> I'll just tell them that don't, just don't trip on your journey, right? Just be careful. Or sometimes, if you ever did trip, learn how to stand up again. Mm. It's normal because in life now we sometimes fall down, sometimes encounter struggles, we sometimes encounter a lot of pain and fears. Mm. I guess that's the beauty of life, kasi. That's the beauty of it. You you fall down, and then eventually you rise up. But of course, you cannot do that alone. It's sometimes with the help of your friends, man, kasi. You're never alone. 
exactly. always find always find friends that you could trust with. And but as human as human as we may be, we sometimes feel that we are alone. Human as we may be. Like for me, for example, I sometimes feel when I'm in like, you know, a state of depression, no? Like I'm I'm really down at dumps. I've I've uh, experienced something that that really ruined my mood, no? Mm-hmm. And all the insecurities come in me, uh, come come into me. All of them are are fogging my mind, clouding my my uh, my judgment, and they're making me think that I'm alone. Ah, wala ko pulos, wala ko pulos sa sininga kalibot. Why why why? Wala wala gikuya. And I felt that at one point, or not just one point, like a couple of times already. Because, like I said before, uh, a while ago, na I'm a very insecure person. And that's why I, what I'm trying to come, that's what I'm trying to tell myself. I can be better, no? And just remember that I am not alone. I am not alone. I'm confident that I have friends with me. It, they may not be a lot because I don't like having a lot of friends. Don't like that having a lot. A big, big responsibility. I only want people that that can you know that I can trust. I've been betrayed a lot of times. <laughs> I've been did. betrayed. Yeah, some point in life, we're all getting betrayed. Ah, <sighs> pero I learned not to carry the hate with me. I mean, I did carry. I mean, I did carry the hate for almost a year, no. But eventually, yeah. I learned to let go. I learned to let go. Because eventually in Perfect. the future, eventually in the future, I'll become better than them. No offense. <laughs> Very true, man. Very true. Teach it, man. If they beat me one time, surely in the future, they cannot do that again. Of course, man. Yes. I'm pretty sure these guys know. <laughs> yeah, there was this. I I don't. I will not go into. I will never. I will not go into the detail. I know there was this one point in where Rens was in a very you know was betrayed, and I knew that um, the whole there was a lot of people who were against him during that time, and yeah, yeah um. I I I know that you know I had to pick. It's either him or if I have to side with him, or I'm going to side with the majority. And guess what I did? I sided with I sided with him. I I still remember when you know, in during that time in where, um, I I, I knew that Renz was re- like really, really, really was really in a really 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 dark place, and I and I was there. And yeah. <laughs> And uh, um, for just for out of context, I did the greatest Oscar performance ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you pretty sure did, man. <laughs> they they freaking believed it. <laughs> there, there, there was this. Did you know that? Uh, I know, one, one of I uh, know one of the, one of our classmates hated me after that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, there and, was one. There was one person. Yeah. There was one. I know. There was one person. There was one person. In, I can't really mention her in her name, but but from one of my friend, one of my class. Uh, I think Is, Isa told me that. Uh, no, that did you know that that um 
that person didn't like me after she she saw what I did to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that haters, man. But of course, we have to overcome the negativity, right? We're not here to talk okay, about bad things. Hell We're not here yeah. to talk about bad things, right? Hell We're here yeah. to talk about, you know, uh, uh, feel overcoming. Free. Yeah, we're, yeah. Talking, we're here talking about overcoming, and you know, the beauty of human life, right? Change. Yeah. Yes. The evolution. 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 Yes, it's evolution. Really... But backwards. Yes. <laughs> it's evolving, but backwards. But backwards. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah. About you, Ross, what would you say to your 5 to 10... Your future self. Honestly, I would. I honestly, at this moment of uh, uh, in my life, in my life, I'm just whatever. I just want to say to my future self, same as Renz, don't trip and and like you know, don't do not um surround yourself with with negativity or you know let all of these depressive thoughts go into your head because that will not help you that will not help you grow you, but you can help you can do it like uh, overcoming them and that will help you grow but you shouldn't because i've do- i right now at my in my mental state i'm okay i i'm not anymore suicidal i'm not anymore i'm not anymore that depressed but then there will be times in where it will it will, i will relapse and then i will start to you know start telling i hate myself i just want to i just want to jump off i want to i want to i want to crash myself into a into the twin tower something like that but you know um the twin tower is kind of extreme though <laughs> <laughs> that was insane like and, qu- and, and strangely specific yes <laughs> and, and strangely specific wait i hope no yes. one comes for wait. us <laughs> Oh, please don't cancel me. Um, I I am not. Re- I would like to. I have a sincere lapse of my judgment. Joke lang. So, I mean, I, I I either I want to either you know, uh, I I don't want to die. I don't want to like you know. I don't have this feeling like I'm going to die. I want to die. I'm going to kill myself. I just hope that my future self will not you know, will learn will be will be happy will be in a happier state in a more you know mental mentally stable because like i know that i have i have a lot of of issues with me i have a lot of i have a lot of mental uh, i have i have a lot of mental illness and i just hope that you know in my future self that i can i'm stronger than ever and i and all of these illnesses will not you know will not shackle me Will not restrain me from my full potential, you know. Wow! What wow, full potential? Wow! Wow! I love <laughs> I love myself. I it's just hard. Cause like I know Iman Iman knows that I like to talk negative and now I know he's like, oh wow, Ross is now talking so wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it happens it happens a good number of times you know <laughs> but yeah i just i just want to be uh, i don't uh i don't want to be h word anymore i just want to be happy <laughs> wow oh my god i'm gonna Bro, make that today i will i will freaking my day that <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't want to be H oh word anymore. Man. I just want to be happy. But it's true though. I just want uh, to be happy. <laughs> but yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Pero going back to what Ross said, no nga. Uh, surrounding, don't just surround yourself with negativity. Actually, it's not an easy thing. You cannot just say to someone, uh, "Hey, bro, stop it! Don't surround yourself with negativity, dude." That's like, ano? That's uh, tawag ni? toxic positivity. That's the term, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, uh, ano uh, na na you cannot just say to others, balana. You cannot, ju- you cannot, uh, you you don't have to. Surround yourself with negativity because it's not really an easy thing, and I'm and I'm pretty sure Ross knows that it's not really an easy thing. Yeah, it's it's uh, never it was it was never easy. Like, yeah, it's like just saying just saying uh, I'm just gonna quit. You know, uh, uh, thinking about this bad stuff in my head. It's not that easy. That's why a lot of people. That's why a lot of people kill themselves. Because mm-hmm. they think they think that people are shallow by just saying, "Hey, stop it, man! Cut it out." And it's not just it's not just friends, right? Even even your own family, family. sometimes. Family, yeah. Hmm. Nagahambal sila. They will sometimes say na na ano na if if you if you live in a very religious household, they will just say na, "Hey, you need more Jesus. Stop that. You need more Jesus. Go to church. I can relate to that. Sunday. Go to church. I every can Sunday. relate to that. You oh lack God. God. You lack prayer in your life. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people will say that, and other and other families would say na ano. Na, abi tama na na, tama na na, dako ka na, dako ka na, tama na na. So, I think, uh, Ross mentioned that in the second episode of the podcast, where he shared about stuffy mm. experience with his um, grandparents, right, Ross? Yeah, um, the what as what Ren said, but it's like um, my grandparents just uh, the way they would tell me address about my mental illness is like, oh, you're you're depressed, just be happy, and then I'm like, really? Yes, be happy! Wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow! Oh. Wow! I have no wow. more depression, no wow. anxiety, zero percent. All all depression cases go lower to zero. Yes. And I said, yeah. Oh, but, but but yeah, I mean like I know. It took yeah, it really took a while. But like what Azrin said, it it will take it will take a while. It took me a while to 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 get to this point in where I am right now. Like almost like ever since like i had this you know i've always wanted to i always had the suicidal thoughts since like 2013 and then seven years no not seven uh many years almost like a yeah many years later i'm not yeah i've come to the point in where like you know it's like that i i've become i've become better but it took it took so 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 long for me to achieve that point maybe yeah, uh, yeah. how about you know maybe iman also has you know experienced that as well right iman um quite recently yeah it's quite infuriating i might actually need a therapist you've been saying that a lot man 
Diba, Iman? Yeah, I have. Yeah. It just feels like I can't be myself uh, here sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would, I would agree with you with that. Because yeah, yeah. I would sometimes experience those late-night thoughts where, where you don't really feel good. And especially when those past events that happen to you like recurs back and says a lot of a lot of stuff about yourself and why did you do that you know and that's why i said in the previous uh podcast where the coping mechanism that i had was talking to god and journaling and it and really it did help a lot it also really helped me in a way improve myself and see like oh that's how i i felt or that's how i see myself and by reading those journal entries you could see where where you could improve and that's really like a big, big step forward, I would say. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we all have our ways in coping. And, you know, like you, you have the journal. I have me and my music. I, I guess Renz has, the, has anime, you know. His anime, games, acting, acting, yeah. Well, not well. Yeah. Acting is not really. Acting is not really uh, dito. You know, a way for me to pautquas. You know, yeah. It's more like it's sometimes. I know I love acting, all right, but sometimes it comes to a point where it becomes. Dito. So, uh, no, it, it becomes a bit tedious. It becomes more of an obligation rather than a passion and sometimes mm. i i uh, retreat to the things that i love you no know, anime or i play video games or i read books i research on stuff you no know, i research on history uh conspiracy theories you know the normal stuff right but not normie all right so yeah things that make me happy things that you know, distract me from the so-called reality. <laughs> yeah. Even for Iman, right? Iman? Yeah, I have my ways in order to... In my escapism, so yeah. I have, like, in games, reading stories, all that jazz, music, listening to music mostly, so yeah. And do you have any more messages to say, friends? Us? Uh, wala naman. <laughs> Unless if there's a next question, I I believe I I said what I wanted to say naman <laughs> in in the it's already like in the two hours that I've been here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we covered a, a lot. Yeah. Iman, do you have anything to say? Iman, you have something? Iman. 
It's actually I I, I just gotta say that I really enjoy this podcast. You know, like this is the, this is actually the first time that I'm doing this podcast with Ross and Eman, and yeah. it's quite it's 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 quite uh fun for me. Now we get to have this conversation, no, as friends, you know, as grown-ups. Wow, grown-ups, man! Are we? Are we? Yeah, are yeah. we what? Wow! Wow! <laughs> what the oh dog and, and then eventually, in the future, we're gonna talk about. Hey, hey, Ross, how is your prostate doing? <laughs> uh, how's your car insurance, Ren? Oh, oh, yeah, pretty good. How's the mortgage? May the gods have mercy upon our souls. <laughs> how's your loan? I have, been, I, have, I have I have avoided my taxes. Wow. Therapy. That's nice. You're going to jail. I'm going to Barbados <laughs> and lose all my money there in the first tourist trap. <laughs> and with that, yeah. I think we could end it, right? <laughs> Do you agree? I think we should. Uh, one last question, though. Oh, what's that? Uh, did you ask what? a question, bro, or what? Uh, I I said that that's a good way to end it, end the podcast. Oh, so we're actually <laughs> ending now. <laughs> Visual, uh, okay. Visualizing, visualizing our futures. <laughs> wow. Visualizing our futures. Oh, so this is one way to end the podcast. You know, visualizing our futures, imagining ourselves as old people. You know, asking how our colon, our prostate, our kidneys are going. Hey, how's the mortgage doing? Hey, did you evade taxes again? Wow, how's your social security? Oh, not doing good. Oh, yeah. Fine, me as well. <laughs> Have you renewed your driver's license? <laughs> but, okay, let, let's just say that it's going. Even when we're go, when we're going to grow up, all three of us, me, me, uh, me Renz, and Iman, if we're gonna grow up, I swear, if we have children, if we have children, it's going to be weird. Yeah, I can't, likely. Oh no, I cannot. I cannot see it. I will not <laughs> let you marry my daughter if I have a daughter. <laughs> if you have kids man? in the first place, you'll be married. Oh, even it'll be a miracle if even if I it'll be a miracle though even I have kids. Like me and women, uh, uh, don't have good. Don't have good negativity. Hey, hey, come on, man. bro. Come I mean, on, I'm here. I'm here. I love you, right? <laughs> love you. Uh, but anyways, five or nine hey, millimeter. I mean, what do you guys think? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I mean, if you can't get a girlfriend, you know, my friend would always say, "Na, oi, bro, kung hindi ka na makamiga, mang chicks ka na lang, mang chicks ka na lang, hindi ka no, na mawatas, mang chicks ka na lang." <laughs> no, no. What he's saying is is not a bad idea. No, just yeah, if you, it, you cannot get a girlfriend, <laughs> fine. You said a bad word. You said a bad word, you man. It's okay. Leave it out. Ano, Yeah. If you cannot get a girlfriend, my friend will always say, naman chicks ka na lang. Because why? Because you don't have to have a commitment. You don't because have to have a commitment. I don't like to hold myself with other so no thank you. Hey man, become a Sigma male. 
Yes. I mean, you can be alpha. You can always be sigma. <laughs> sigma male grinds that amen. You shoot up a local orphanage or something. <laughs> And blame it, and blame it, and blame it in an extremist group. So they're actually being dealt with in genius. No, blame, blame it in religion. Oh no, I'm going. Oh no, nah, I'm going that there. That won't work. That won't work. It but never even, does. But even I'm gonna be real. Rens says to get chicks, but for me, as a sigma man, <laughs> as a sigma man, hey, okay. I, I, I don't even know if I can get a girlfriend, man. I'm, I'm you like can. one of the busiest. You can, dude. You can. It, Bro, it, I'm one of the busiest persons in the world. I sometimes, you know, don't have the time to think about romance, right? Dude. I will, well, maybe in the future, if I have the time already, and if I have the drive or the energy to do it, or, you know, tawag dito, uh, the readiness to accept responsibility oh, and to have a commitment with other people. But for now, maybe I could put that on the pedestal at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Right? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, Iman. Yeah, you. It can happen. It can happen. All of us. All three of us. We. All three of us. Even if your relationship with your ex was like, you know, what didn't end well. All three of us had once a girlfriend. Exactly. And, and we can. Yeah. We can. As an, you as, can. As, what is this an ad? What is this an ad or something? As legal, as legal. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this sounds like a, this sounds like a, an investment company's one one uh, last ditch stand in order to get something. <laughs> exactly. No, but it's true, no, man. It's true, no, man. Like I agree with what Ren said. Like it's not the end of the world when it comes to one. <laughs> I mean, true. It's not the end of the world, bro. I mean, if you're gonna say to yourself, na ano, na, na, tawag dito, na, you can't get a girlfriend. I mean, it's not right now. Hindi siya subong, bro. Eventually, you will get one. Yes. You will. You will yeah. get one. Pero, pero the question is, do you really have to have a girlfriend in order to enjoy life? Do you really have yeah. to have a, 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 tawag dito, a relationship with the opposite sex in order for you to enjoy life? Hindi naman, di ba? Like for me, if I if I wanted to get a girlfriend, I could have done it like, you know, a couple of times already. But I didn't because I want to enjoy my single life. Okay? Yes. And I don't care. I don't care if people, I don't care if people call me, uh, oh my God, this guy sucks. He doesn't have a girlfriend. Like, okay, I don't care. Right? As long as I'm enjoying, I don't have to stress out about girls, you know, calling me late in the night and then and then asking me to, you know, tell them that I love them. All right? No offense. Oh, God. But yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh god. That brings back memories. Oh my god, did I did I did I bring back memories? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I'm just speaking the truth here. I'm just speaking the truth here. If you can't have a girlfriend at the moment, it it just means it's not yet your time. Ako, I admit, it's not yet my time. That's why I don't have a girlfriend at the moment. Because it's not yet my time. And I make time for myself. And I decided that I will not get one. I will not find one. Because I have a lot of other stuff to do. Not just, you know, playing games and watching anime. Bigger things other than that. Responsibilities that I need to cater and that's why relationships, love life, romance, girls, women, uh, not, not yet. Not yet for me. Yeah! 
Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, blood! Yeah! Oh my god! I have just, I have just promoted my male status now. Sigma level 100. Oh yeah! Shrek my male. Both a male. Yeah! So E-Man, cheer up. We got your back, man. Don't worry. Don't worry, man. Uh huh. I haven't heard that before. All right, let's try to end it now. <laughs> Stop doing me, negative. <laughs> no, it is one way to end the podcast, oh, okay, right? You know, okay, comforting humanness, uh, love life problems. Uh, don't turn, don't turn into Chris Chan. Do not turn into Chris Chan. <laughs> No, don't don't turn into Christian. Okay? Ironic thing, ironic thing. I'm watching his latest developments right now. Jesus, don't become Christian. Don't no. become Christian. I, I am not Christian. I am not that degenerate <laughs> and that psychopath that told him to do it. Just be Ema. Just be you know Ochnarab or whatever be, how you pronounce it. Yeah, exactly. Be, no. be, be, be the leader of the Ashels. Exactly. You know. But I don't want leadership. Can you guys leave me the? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> language, language. But if you really want to go back, yeah, I would agree to like what Ren said. Like, go chat around, see what happens. You hmm. don't know. You might find someone there. Hmm. You know? Maybe it's not yet your time. Hindi pa. Mm-hmm. Because who knows? People like people mm-hmm. are, you know, maybe may, eventually, bro, you're gonna find someone that have the same interests as you. Or not not really the same interests, no, but someone that can understand you. Ba? Yeah. No, why? Why? Does someone the does uh, a girlfriend have to have the same interests as as you, diba? Indigma, not most of the time, diba? Yeah, it no, just takes no. a person with great understanding and patience, not just the same likes. Because you know, I'm having a girlfriend with just the same likes. It's just a bit shallow. It's a Too bit boring. shallow. Yeah. What what really matters is if they are actually willing to stay with you, if they are willing enough to understand you, to be patient with you with all your flaws. I've seen Iman and his flaws, and as a friend, I'm still here. And look at me and Ross, and as friends, it is our job to just be there for him, regardless of his flaws. And eventually, you will find girl that has the same patience and understanding as us, bro. Eventually, in the yeah, I'm not gay, okay, but yeah, either way, come here, I'll give you a come here, come here, come here. Oh, guys, I can't stand you guys sometimes. You're not letting me speak, damn it. Yeah, all right, all right, we'll let you speak. We'll let you speak. What do you want to say, man? Look, here's the thing. 
There's no guarantees in this world, so I don't fucking care if I'm gonna get a girl or not. What happens, happens. That's all I'll, I'll ever accept. Right now, yes, I have that's, other that's shit to do, so I don't fucking care. Good. I don't want to have these repetitive talks over and over again. This is literally the definition of insanity, people. Having the same talk over and over again, and only to get the same results over and over again. But you keep doing it over and over again because you think it's gonna have a different answer. Can you please stop it? How, every, how I know how every this is gonna go, please stop. What, what do you mean? <laughs> Just to what let you know, mean? man, we love you. You're not yeah. alone, alright? No, that one, uh, heard that one before. <laughs> how about beat around the bush? <laughs> yeah, that one as well. Oh, Ross, can you give one? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> what, sussy me... balls? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 Iman. Iman, uh, I've heard that you know that you've been su- <laughs> that you've been suffering from both. Ah, suck on both my nuts. God damn it, Iman! Oh, so- oh, I said a bad word. Oh dear. Um, but, people, uh, but people, language. All right, if you want to curse, let's no. do that in real life. All right. All right. I know that the okay. two of you bring the worst out of me. I will piece. try my best not to be worst in front of JM because I am trying to be a good person here, right? JM, I'm a good guy, right? Can you I'm let a good guy, right? Can you let out the dance though? But Iman, I, I this is not, I think you haven't heard this. You have to live like Larry, Iman. Yes! Ooh, yeah, Look like Larry! Lobster. Lobster. Let's go! Look <laughs> like Larry! Uh, uh, Alright, man. Mm-hmm. Alright. <laughs> well, this is well, a one heck of a night. <laughs> it is. One heck of a uh, night. Uh, Alright, everybody so, calm down. How do we end this? Alright, so... Any last messages before we end? Uh, for me, for me, uh, since I'm the guest here, because I'm like, you know, this is like my first time joining this podcast, no? Uh, I would like to say thank you, uh, JM, for inviting me in this podcast. Sure, it's, it's really a pleasure, no? Like, I get to share, you know, about myself here. The things that I learned, my passions, my desires. Wow, desires! <laughs> but yeah, wow. uh, my my passions, the the ideals that I'm trying to pursue. Wow, what's with me and all these deep <laughs> words, man? Awesome. But yeah, but yeah, I, I I really appreciate it. You invited me, and I really did try to make uh this work and this happen because at the moment I really have a tight schedule, no? But I know, but it's. You, uh if I turn you down. It would be a shame it's if okay. I turn you down. That's why I had to make time for you. I had to make time for you. And I know, um, and since hearing na, na Ross and Eamon are are here in the podcast, I was also interested to join. Yeah. Mm. And I really, I really thank you for you know, for inviting me. And I can really see a future for this podcast. We can really see a future for Thanks, this podcast. Mm. 
Like just keep just 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 keep on going. Oh, do what you love to do, man. And don't let other people define who you are. I mean, I mm. know, um it's it's natural that a lot of people would say na uh, a lot of bad things about you or a lot of things that you don't like to hear, no? But it's yeah. not uh, it's not all the time that you get a pat in your back. Sometimes you have to, you know, accept that criticisms exist and you have to grow and you have to improve. But as far as I can uh, know, as I can see now, the podcast and everything, it's really nice. Uh, you 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 have uh, some sort of passion like this, no? Like you get to do what you love to do by by mounting this podcast, and I I I really appreciate the effort that you did and the passion that you possess for this. So kudos, man. Thanks, my dude. Thanks, my dude. Anytime. We'll surely get you back again in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to joining you guys again if I have the time. Oh yeah, if I have the time. But uh, I try I will, to find a schedule with you. <laughs> yeah, I will surely make time. But yes, I, I'm a really busy person. Pero of course, if if my friends are asking me to join them, then of course I have to make time. <laughs> So yeah, uh, do you have any like socials or shoutouts you want to what say? What shoutout? Wow, what's this man? I'm getting famous. <laughs> hey Ross, what? look at this man. I'm I'm now famous. What am I gonna do? Promote Raiden Productions now? <laughs> yes, we should revive that page. <laughs> but, oh, wow okay so i have a i have a facebook my name is raiden in facebook if you guys you know uh, wondering why raiden no i'm also wondering why raiden <laughs> i don't know what happened to me back in 2015 2016 i don't know what happened to me in my weeb fantasies that i decided to change my facebook name to raiden and a lot of people now even in some sometimes call me by raiden not by my real name Yeah. <laughs> and I guess that's that's cool. <laughs> and I I I'm I'm good with that. I'm Gucci with that. So yeah. Uh I have Facebook. You can add me right then. I also have uh Twitter. Uh it's uh Hagubei, but it's actually spelled in Japanese though. So good luck trying to find it. And I also have an Instagram, <laughs> Rinko0506. And uh yeah, if you if you uh Play Genshin Impact. Yeah, I also play Genshin Impact. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> I thought you had a Facebook page. Oh, oh come on, man. Oh, come on. Seriously? I mean, yeah. <laughs> wow, Facebook page. Okay, Ross, you promoted for me. So we have two pages. Actually, one has been already like uh, archive, but the original one was called Rensing Kit Official. <laughs> I, I deactivated that page, okay? Because come on, I don't know what went into my head when I created that page. <laughs> but but let me right. just say that maybe, maybe just maybe, we have another page, but it's still it's still um. Uh, dormant, but it's still there. I still have it. I still manage it. Me and Lance still manage it for some reason. But it's <laughs> it's called Raiden Productions. Um, <laughs> Can you spell the Raiden for us? Yeah, R A I D E N Productions. Uh, it's it's a um, if you look at our page right now, all of the posts are like like 
2017, but you're going to see like the <laughs> early, early concepts of abstract surrealism through our film. <laughs> Especially the English one. It really says a lot about industrial society and its future. Wow. <laughs> wait, wait, why are we why are we promoting this page, right? It was supposed to be a joke. But okay, but, I, but let's okay. See. You can maybe 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 Renz, we can make this something. I have an idea. Oh no, not you again, your ideas. Look at this, you hear this email? Here we go again. Oh, look at this, Ross has an idea. Can you believe that? Wow. <laughs> and Eman is even. now silent. <laughs> Eman, do you have any last messages or shout outs, socials, whatever? Nah, I'm good, I'm just tired. <laughs> oh, come on, man, I love you. We love you. Do you really want oh. me to make a response in almost everything we do? Really? Iman, <laughs> shout out somebody. Some, somebody. Shout Just out, shout out, out. I already said most of my shout outs already in previous episodes. I'm good. I mean, you can do it like every episode, right? Yeah. yeah, there's no problem. You only need to that. do it once. It's fine. Wow. Okay. wow! Wow! The mysterious character! I see! <laughs> I see where this God is going! Help me. Oh, God, help me. I'll link a few, the where previous episode where he's going dead, to end. <laughs> oh, I, I'm a shout out. I'm a shout out. I'm a shout out. Shout out to all my bandmates, all my music friends. Shout out to FS. Let's go. <laughs> We're going to have a compre exam on Wednesday. I hope we, we pass. I hope we really pass, man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, man. I also like to shout out my my uh, batchmates and my theater mates in the USA Little Theater. I would also like to shout out to my Polsai classmates. Wow, wow, Robby. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> so uh, looking forward to this podcast I can, so that I can join again in the future. I'm really looking forward. <laughs> we will, dude. We will. And Ross, do you have any socials? Uh, is it oh, the yeah. same? Uh, I have, I have um, only two. I have, I used to have Twitter, but I'm not really using it anymore. I'm just the only time I will use Twitter is just to look for Kanye, is to is to get updates from the new Kanye album. Um, so of course, you know me, you know me. My name is John Rostendensha. It's in, uh, it's in. That's oh, my I Facebook. also know your other Facebook account. Do you want me oh. to say it? Oh, wait, yeah. Let me just say I have another. No. I have another. No. I am, <laughs> I am not going to say it here. I, I, it's no, it's going to be a bad example for me. <laughs> no, I have. A, I, I used to have a second account, but I don't. But now it's all in Japanese. But the, the original name was Xavier Marshall Maxwell. It's still wow. in Japanese. Wow. Look at this Japanese wannabe. Yeah. Look at He's you. like me. <laughs> Raiden, Raiden, Xavier Maxwell. What are you, bro? Trying to be white here? I was Ronald, Ronald McPorter. Hate him. What was that? Can I go now? Can I go now? No, no. You should stay, Christian Christ. You should stay. I have. Okay. 
Uh, my Instagram, it's it's Saucy Rossi. You already know Saucy oh, yeah. Rossi. Uh, I I post I post some covers that I actually like to play because the ones that I post usually in my my days are like, you know, uh, just to make sure that I get you know I get the the clout or something. Clout, clout. The clout. The clout. Yeah, TikTok? I mean. Oh yeah, I have a TikTok as well. Wait, I'm a, I have a TikTok. I, I, I do TikToks now, but it's not the, it's not the heartbreak anniversary. Uh, <laughs> heartbreak anniversary. So what's your TikTok? My TikTok is at Saucy Rossi, but the. The Rossi uh, in my Instagram it's with the Y, but in the in my TikTok it's an I Saucy Rossi one. I have so far I have so far 19 followers, and then wow. and uh, and right now my most viewed video my most viewed viewed video in my TikTok is 225 views. It's the I actually did a duet with saying heartbreak anniversary, but it's just me playing the guitar. So at least I didn't do the cringy dance. That's all I have to say. I didn't do the I didn't do the I just like it. How about you, Iman? How about you? Iman? And he's gone. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he's gone. What happened? And oh, he's back. Oh, wait. There he is. Do you have any I know any anything you want to say before you know uh podcast ends? Like you know, you have to we yeah. have to end in a good one. Uh, I got nothing much to say really. More on just prepare for the next podcast to come. And well, hope everyone having a good time. Really, that's all I could have to say. Wait, even say a dad joke, please. Say a joke, please, please. Really? Come on, that's how we Come have to end on, it. Man. If you're not Eman, if you're not doing Eman and dad jokes, you have to do it. At least for me. Come on. What did the banana say to the knife? What? What? It was a split. Oh my god, the pain! Oh yes, I love this kind of pain, you know? Oh my god, I am now questioning my kind of humor. What the bean? What did the bean say to the other bean? Here you go, another one. What? How have you been? Oh, yes. oh my god! Oh, my god. Oh, the pain and all the struggles. Oh, yes! But just to remind you guys, I am not a masochist, alright? I am not a masochist. But, but it will be an exception for Eamon. Debatable. <laughs> Oh, and with that, okay. you guys. Wait, like wait, wait, one, guys. Rip. One more. I'm just going to say three words. I think Eman and Renz know this. Rick, Dick, and Nick. <laughs> yes, the three, the first three humans. Rick, Dick, and Nick. <laughs> so yeah, wow. This is how we end the podcast, right? So back to you, back to you, JM. All right. And with that, you guys, like and subscribe. Hit that notification bell if 
you all right let's do that again <laughs> yeah do it again do it again I still can't get over the dad jokes. Oh my goodness. All right. <laughs> All right. In three, two, one. Hit that like and oh. hit that like hey, and subscribe. Easy, easy, easy. Right. Uh, what we do, oh, what we do, what we do in theater. What we do in theater is ginawa. Okay, breathe in, breathe in through oh. your nose, exhale through your mouth, and make sure you don't raise. Your shoulders when you're breathing. Uh, make sure that your diaphragm is expanding. Right. All right. So All right. breathe in. I think I got it. Breathe out. Oh. Ginhawa, ginhawa lang dalo. And curtain. Right. And... All right, everybody. I think we could end with that. Hit that like and subscribe button down below. Hit that notification bell also if you want to get more of this juice podcast with Iman and me and till next time see you on the next episode bye